Success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cammie Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone, and thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, my gosh. We have back in our studio the amazing Beth Allen. Beth was here on our launch day. So she was in our launch day episode on March 2nd, and she shared so many great things that we had to bring her back to you to share some more. In the first episode where she's featured, she shared with us how she got herself a spot on national television. Yes, Beth Allen, the hip chick, was on the Rachel Ray Show. Oh my gosh. So I'm so excited for her to be here. Thank you so much, Beth, for coming back and joining us again today. Well, thank you, Cammie. I'm excited to be here. Oh my gosh. So when we were together the last time, we talked about self-promotion. You told us about being on the Rachel Ray, or not being on it, but maybe you could share more about actually being on it today, but how you got on that show. And I, I love, love that story. And so I want to hear more. Can you share some more about that and other ways that women can self-promote? Well, it was 2017. And I had started in January, on January 1, a video series on my YouTube channel called 365 Days of DIY. And I had committed to promote and post a new YouTube DIY video every single day for a year. It was quite an undertaking. So it was, I guess, middle end of February. And I had been doing it, you know, since January 1. And I thought this is a cool idea. I should tell somebody about this because I want more people to be engaged. So I went online and I looked up some morning talk shows, daytime TV, and I found that a number of them have tabs that say, be a guest on our show. And you click on it and there's a whole list of options of how you can contribute from, would you like to break up with someone on TV? Or do you have a money story you want to share? Or you know, all kinds of crazy things. And one of them was about, do you have um, skills that information you know Rachel and her viewers need to know? And I thought, I got plenty of information that her female audience needs to know about home care. So I wrote to, you know, the, the producers. I sent a quick little email. Three days later, I get a phone call. Five days later, I am in New York City on the Rachel Ray Show for a taping. So the point of self-promotion is to understand that it's not all about you. It's about what you're bringing to the world. It's about your offering. You know, I wrote to the Rachel show and I presented my pitch in such a way that I said, I know Rachel and her viewers would appreciate this information. It'll save them time. It'll save them money and stress. And I think they would really love some great useful tips on this. 
And that drew their attention. Plus the hook of the 365, you know, it was kind of, wow, this woman's committing to do all this, you know, video education over a year. So don't be afraid to toot your own horn to say, I'm doing something that's cool. It's not about you. It's about the work you do. And people will listen and give you a chance to go on national TV. That's amazing. Amazing. So, okay. So let's, let's go back here too. Now I know that you have over 2 million views on your YouTube channel. So would you say that that 365 day project that you did is what grew? It definitely helped grow it a lot. We grew leaps and bounds that year in terms of subscribers um, and, the, and the view numbers, definitely. But even since then, it's, you know, we're, it's almost three years later and my viewership just continues to climb. And five years ago or six years ago when I started the channel, I knew nothing, nothing about producing video content, about YouTube, about TV production, nothing. My son and I, he was 13 at the time, decided to get a, a good camera and just start filming stuff. If you look back at the early stuff, it's so bad. It's so corny and the lighting is bad and the audio is bad, but the content was still there. It was still useful information. So we've grown leaps and bounds in the quality of our production. And I now do all my own editing. I don't even need my son to do it. You know, I can shoot myself, but it's amazing how when you commit to doing that, you find a way to promote what you're doing, either through podcasts, you know, like Invincible, or, you know, you can do it through um, Instagram, you can do it through YouTube. It's finding where you're comfortable and then promoting the heck out of what you're doing so people can get on board. I love it. Can you give the listeners a few um, ideas of some of the videos that you have on YouTube that might be really useful to them? I have watched many of them. So, but which ones do you think have gotten, or do you know, have gotten the most views? Like what were some of those topics? One of the videos that has the most views, and again, it's grainy, the audio is bad, <laughs> is a video on how to hang a heavy mirror on the wall. It's, it's a simple concept, but I take it through step-by-step step on how to hang a heavy object so that you do it well, that it stays on the wall, that you're not poking extra holes in the wall. And it has so much engagement and, you know, comments and views and shares, you know, and I look back at it and it's, it's it, again, it's not a great quality, but the content is there. It's still useful information. And, um, the other ones, uh, how to build a cornice board is, is a popular one. Some of the toilet ones, some plumbing issues, electrical issues. Um, those are the ones that seem to drive because the whole point of what I do is trying to save people money, stress, and time. And that's how I structure all of the content, that it's very homeowner-friendly, beginner-friendly, and really strives to save you from spending money on that pro but I'll tell you when you need to call them too. Awesome. And I, I do know that you have been, had a show on QVC too. You've been featured on that. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes. Well, talk about self-promotion and how getting your business out there in the world leads to other opportunities. Um, last year, I, I teach at a local community college, um, a five-week course for women. 
and we wanted to promote it a little bit more. So someone at the college reached out to the local paper and then the Philadelphia regional paper, the Philly Inquirer. And the crew from the Inquirer came out. They did a whole um, section for the home section on the weekend about my classes and, and what I do for women. And they interviewed women and took photos. So that feature was in the paper. About a week after that, I get a phone call from a gentleman who is a representative for Wagner Spray Products, paint sprayers, who is the QVC rep coordinator because QVC is here in Philly area. And he goes, where have you been? And I don't know this man. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I've been looking for a woman in the Philly area who has TV credibility and experience and also knows what she's doing from a DIY perspective. He goes, and I'm reading that Sunday paper with my coffee and there you are. So from that, I've been asked and trained now to be a rep for Wagner on QVC. None of that would have happened had I not been willing to put my work out there, to reach out to the college and say, I want to teach a class there. You know, you have to put what you're doing out there. How can you maybe take your business and the knowledge you have and the products and talents and create a business, um, a program, an educational tool, reach out to the local schools, the libraries, all of those places and share what you're doing and you never know where it leads. Is there anything else you want to share about self-promotion? Um, you have to approach self-promotion with a little bit of a thick skin. You have to understand that you're going to reach out to the media. You're going to reach out to a newspaper or, or wherever many, many times, and you may hear crickets. That doesn't mean that they don't care that your information is not worthy. It doesn't mean that what you have to offer isn't good quality. Maybe the day your email hit the desk, there was a breaking news story and it got lost behind that. I was at a client's house one day with a local TV reporter from NBC. We were doing a shoot about my work in a woman's house. And all of a sudden, a major news story broke and she had to leave. And we never got to finish the interview. She was so angry because it was a story about a child predator that took over the news thing. And she was so upset that that was overshadowing something healthy and happy and, and productive. So... Um, don't be sensitive. Just You just keep throwing the spaghetti on the wall and, and see where it goes. And, and that's really been an important thing for me is that it's not a rejection of you personally. The timing wasn't right. Maybe you didn't deliver the pitch in just the right way that it caught that individual because you got, in my case, maybe I got a guy who's not interested in this versus a woman who's into empowerment. So keep trying and don't give up and just knock on every freaking door you can until some of them start to open. I love it. And don't give up, right? Whatever you do. Oh my gosh. Okay. So in our um, podcast, we always like to share with the other women to encourage them and give them hope. And we know as women and as successful women that most women look up to successful women and they compare themselves and they say things like, well, she's prettier or skinnier or smarter or has more money or, you know, comes from a better place. We have so many excuses of why everyone else is successful and we're not. But when they see our success, they never see our struggle. When we stand there on the top of the mountain, we don't wear the t-shirt that shows our struggle and we don't show our scars. But the most successful people, 
we know have had the biggest struggles. And so we like to share with our listeners the good, the bad, and the ugly. So we're going to do that right now. So think about a, a time that you could share with our listeners that just was good. It was like sweet success. And it was a just a great, great place in your life or business that you could share with them. Oh, boy. I, I have to say... Um, all of the media opportunities I have been, have been a really great point for me in my business. And again, not because, Hey, I want to be on TV. It's because I, I found my place of using media to get my message out. And that has been such a beautiful um, opportunity for me that I never anticipated seven years ago. I wasn't looking for that. I wasn't like, oh, I want to do television or video. It wasn't even a thought. But when I found that tool for me to share my work, it just changed everything. And it's given me direction and purpose. So for me, that, that has really just been the most exciting, beautiful part of the business. I love it. Okay. Tell us the bad the bad. The bad was when I spent probably nine months of my life developing a pilot for my own reality show. And I say bad, not because of the work that I did. Um, the nine months was incredible. I formed a team. I had people who were volunteering to help me with no expectation of being paid because they believed in the idea. We shot, filmed, edited, produced a, a 22 minute series um, or I should say episode for me going in and helping women in need make simple renovations in their home. And it's got heart. It's got education. I've pitched it to HGTV, PBS. What I've heard from one place was that it's too educational, believe it or not. And the other one just, it just didn't fit their, their goals for the year. So to put nine months of your time and your money and your heart and your passion into something and not have it go anywhere is hard. But that's what happens in entrepreneurship. Have I given up on the idea of having a show? No, I haven't. But I've had to pursue other angles in the meantime. And I still have some ideas in my head. And it's always evolving. And I'm not saying I'll never have a TV show. I might have a YouTube series. I might have something on Hulu. Like you never know where it's going to go. The idea is there, but it was hard that my thoughts and goals didn't go where it wanted to go. So that yeah. was the hard part. That was a, a disappointment. I can see that, that it would be, that's a lot of effort and energy that you put into something that hasn't taken off yet. Right. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Okay. Time for the ugly. The ugly. Um, like you said, a lot of people who are doing things and seem to be happy and, and making strides, people don't know the backstory. And for me, people look at my life and they see I have a wonderful husband. I have three very grounded and um, healthy, happy young boys. I shouldn't say young boys because they're you know 16 to 21 now. But my kids are grounded and, and doing well. And, and I'm in a happy place. And I have financial security and, and, and love and friends and all of this. But what they don't know is that I struggle with a deep, deep fear of rejection. And it comes from a place 
of when I was 21, I moved out of my parents' house after my mother had had an emotional mental breakdown. And I spent three years trying to get her help, getting her to find um, a way out of her illnesses and her issues um, to be rejected again and again, that she wouldn't go, she wouldn't make any changes, she wouldn't improve her situation and yet our situation um, as a family. And I had to walk away and move out and, and start a life without her in it. Um, she completely rejected me because I wouldn't go down with the ship. I wouldn't tolerate the unhealthy behaviors and the unhealthy interactions. So I've spent 27 years feeling like I was never enough. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't loved enough. And um, that sits in your mind. And despite all of that emotion that I carry, um, I still pushed myself through a marriage and children and, and starting a business that I set myself up for rejection <laughs> on a regular basis by some of the projects I've tackled. Um, but the biggest thing that I've learned is that that fear of rejection I've been carrying all these years was never really about me being rejected. It was just about my mother not being able to manage her illness. It wasn't me. It was, it was her her place of pain. And I've since let go so much of that pain. And I feel like I am invincible right now. And is it true? You're, you're getting ready to launch a book? I am. Um, I started it four years ago, and it didn't have an end. But um, my mother recently passed away in the last year. And I was able to, to do the soul searching to really complete it. The book is called Flush the Fear. Um, it is a DIY guide for eliminating fear, anxiety, and negative crap from your life. Because we all carry that stuff. And when we allow that stuff to kind of linger in us, I call it emotional constipation. And it keeps us from getting where we need to be in life. So I use the toilet as a metaphor for letting go of the stuff that holds us back. And I tell the story of using tools, metaphorical tools, that will help us break down the um, obstacles for us to get past our fear. So I talk about the hammer as a tool for connecting. And when we connect with others and we share our problems, we are empowered to get past them. So um, the book will be out in April. And um, I'm very excited to share it because I really think it, it's empowering and it breaks down into very tangible, I can look at my own situation in this perspective. So I'm hoping that it will help other people, not necessarily women, but anybody, but especially women who are juggling business and parenting and a marriage and being a child and, and all of these things, these roles that we carry um, to just get a little bit more perspective so they can find joy again. That is amazing. So your book is Flush the Fear. And the yes. author is the amazing Beth Allen, who we're speaking to right now. Beth, what other programs do you have that you are offering now to anyone, to women or anyone who wants some more DIY lessons? I am also launching um, a new program. It is the first and only DIY online classroom for women. There's a lot of you know, online classrooms out there, but mine is the only one that is focused on the needs and interests of women homeowners. And it's called Hip Chicks Home Clinic. 
And it's a series of classes that you can download, watch at your own leisure, and you get downloadables, printables, tip sheets, resources, and you also get access to me via coaching calls so that you can tackle your project, you can shoot me an email, tell me about it, and I'll get on the call with you know, a group of other women and, and share how to tackle some of these projects um, so that you're getting the support you need. And um, I, I really think it's groundbreaking because there's a lot of noise out there, but there's not a lot of guidance. And I think the biggest problem that women are facing in tackling home repairs is their fear. They're afraid of trying something and screwing it up. They're afraid of calling a professional and having him come in and take advantage of her lack of knowledge and sell her a big project that she doesn't need. So um, my whole goal is really saving money, stress, and time and empowering them to be strong homeowners through education and, uh, and a supportive network of other women. I am so looking forward to that. I need to learn a few things myself for sure. Well, do you want to tell our listeners before we wrap this up where they can find you? They can find me on social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and they can find me at DIY Hip Chicks. And that is our website and it's DIYHipChicks.com. And that is a portal to all of my projects. I love it. Thank you, Beth, so much for being here today with us and for sharing everything. And I just want to say to our listeners, you heard the stories, you heard them yourself. And here she is. She has gotten back up every time, every disappointment, every failed attempt. She's gotten back up. She's put her gear back on and she has marched on to success. Success doesn't come easy for anyone. It comes to those who put their gear back on and they marched on. So I don't know where you are in the world today, but if you are flat on your face with disappointment, I just want to say to you, get back up, girl, get back up. You can do it. Thanks so much for listening today. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.